Does Lizzo, Megan Thee Stallion have the results you want? No. I mean, I've never seen a fat man model, by the way, ever in my fucking life. It's always the woman. You have to first become the millionaire, and then the millionaire millions attract. It doesn't happen the other way around. You don't get the millions from the outside world and then become a millionaire. And then when I, when I say oh, I don't have the ability to be depressed, the reason why I say that is not because I'm some fucking creature from outer space, but because I believe in a god. And you were the, the, the top 22 entrepreneurs in 2022, according to the New York Times. Yep. We're saying. All right, so Alex Weekly. Wagner knows his stuff, more or less, which is why we got him on the podcast. We're here to ask you a few questions, learn about your story, see where you came from, what happened, and what made you get into the entrepreneurial life. We'll, get, we'll, we'll start right from the beginning. Okay. What got me into the entrepreneur life? Well, really first, kind of understanding the ceiling in the traditional education system, yep. Yep. like where we're taught, you know, middle school, get ready for high school, high school, get ready for college, college, get ready for a job. Uh-huh. But we're not really taught like what do, who do we want to become as individuals? Like yep. what kind of life do we want to live? We're, we're kind of told to take a hundred K a year, 200 K a year salary and be happy with that and cap ourselves after, you know, spending decades of developing these skill sets. Yeah. Yeah. And I really felt that ceiling when I was at UVA. I had a 4.0 college, got into business school, but I still felt like there was so much more in me. Like I wanted, I wanted Lambos. I wanted travel. I wanted a business, a team, all the fun stuff. And I'm out here being told that I need to like go. How vulgar can I be on the podcast? Extremely vulgar as vulgar as possible. That I, I, I need to go apply to all these fucking different banks, suck their dicks for some 90K a year starting salary that's not going to take me anywhere in life where anywhere I want to be financially. I've, I've gotten to know you a little bit. You've told me your story, which I think is honestly fucking inspirational. I think the best place that you could be at as a man is starting from zero. So if, if, if you, let's say, you wake up one day and then you grow up in a, in, a, in a rich family household, it'll be much easier for you to get a lot of wealth just through that family but if you do it yourself, it's just such a fucking good feeling about it. And you and I have kind of been in that same boat. And you do ERC and you've been doing it for how long now? Six months? O- only six months. Six months. Yeah, we're want, running do, it do up. You, do you want to share <laughs> any insights on that? Sure. As of yet? Okay. We're, we're, well, first of all, we're absolutely running it up. Last month, we closed about in business. And <coughs> next this month, we are going to do somewhere between. Yep. That's that's yep. our trajectory. And yeah, funny enough, those those who know me know that I've been posting about ERC as well. So you've gotten me into the ERC space. And it's it's almost like if, if you're in a marketing agency and you already work with fucking companies, why not just refer them to somebody who'll give you a commission? It's it's extremely simple. So I mean I, I work with with a few some some of the, the the companies that I work with are not only based in America, they're based also in the Middle East. But I have a few companies that I work with that are based in America and I just told them straight up, I'm like, yo, you're you'd be getting money. You fucking do free bad. money. Yeah, you're, you're selling free you're money. fucking getting your money. And then people still don't believe it. <laughs> if it's too good to be true, then it's then it's it probably is too good to be true. That's what people think. That's the people how, who don't have the intuitive faith in themselves and in the fact right. that the universe and God are gonna deliver opportunity yeah. are the people who don't deserve it in the first place. How do you feel like uh, how do you feel about working with somebody who maybe doesn't have faith to God as much? Doing business mm. with somebody like that. That's a good question. Depends on how close the business relationship is. I feel like a lot of my partners, we share the same values as far as uh, 
God, growth, personal development, things like that. As far as, you know, people outside of company partners, as long as they make the results happen, like, I don't really give a fuck. I don't know about that one. This one for me is, is, a, is a very big topic. I, I wouldn't work with anybody who is not humble, if that makes sense, who's not close to God. So if somebody comes to me, they're like, I'm the best at doing everything that I ever do. I will change your life. I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I don't uh-huh, want to change, uh-huh. change my life. I'll change my own fucking life. <laughs> Douchebag. Fuck you. So I'll, I'll, I'll get somebody else to, to help me out. And I, I would much rather work with somebody who's completely honest that tells me, hey, look, I don't know what I'm doing as much. Can you be my guidance? Can you help me? And I have a lot of people, especially now after I do the podcast, I have a lot of people that reach out to me and they say, hey, I want you to teach me something. How do you do what you do? And I tell them, it's really not that hard. You just pick one thing, be really good at it, learn how to monetize it and sell it to people. And then so, with those people, so what's, what's your balance between, because there's a lot of people that are kind of, that are willing to work, that are humble and all that, but then they don't come with you, come at you with a skill set and they can't really add much to your business unless you're pouring into them a bunch. I don't know about that one because for me, I feel like they have to take responsibility for what they are. So one example I'll give is, is um, I have a few people who wanted to work with me and see how I do everything. And I, personally, me, I, I outsource a lot of my work, so I don't hire people at all. Uh, so what I did, I was just like, yo, Here's a task for you. You do it. If you come back in a, at a good time and, and you don't take forever to do the task and you do it how, how you want to do it, that shows me that you want to work. You're eager to work. So sure, I'll help you out. And if they, if they don't do it, you know, they... Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> and this is really crazy because I'm doing an experiment right now. I have a lot of friends. I'm not going to claim that all the cars that you see on my Instagram are mine at all. But I have a lot of friends who have a lot of cars and I am around a lot of wealth usually. Uh, which I'm very humble about. I don't really tell as much. This is obviously you're getting the insight, but I'm, I try to be as humble as I can about this. Uh, so people see me with like like cars and stuff and they see the lifestyle here and there. So, and, and recently I've been kind of backing away from, from pouring all that. One, to not get the wrong image in because if she's somebody with a, with a fuck ton of cars, you're going to be like, okay, he's trying too hard. Secondly, it's to see what happens if I don't show off. And usually people have a very different way of, of speaking to you. Like I, I get hit up a lot less now. Let's, let's talk about that for, for a second. A lot of people like spend a lot of money to look rich, but then they're not rich and they don't realize the trap that they're putting themselves That's into. My peeve, bro. And they're just, they're just delaying their ability to be successful in this life. And, and that money, let's say someone's making like only a hundred grand a year and yeah. they, they earn 10 K a month and they're spending half of that money on looking rich on flexing when that money can be put into their business to recompound and eventually give them that massive wealth to where they can rent car, they can buy whatever yeah. the hell they want, yeah. and it's not going to dent their wealth, and their wealth is still yeah. increasing. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you heard of the, of the 80-20 rule where you keep 80% or, or you reinvest 80% and you have 20% for? I haven't heard of it, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, it is what it is. But basically, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm phrasing it correctly, but... Um, you, 20% of the money that you make, you keep it in your pocket, you save it, you use it for utilities, you use it for food, all the things, all the things that you need to get. 80%, you invest it somewhere. Put it somewhere. What the fuck is it doing in your bank? Yeah, I like that a lot more than what we were taught growing up, or at least I was taught growing up of like yep. save 10, 20%. And it's very sad because now, now inflation is fucking hitting. So the, the, the 10,000 that you saved up over this, the last six months, that is not worth 10,000 anymore. It's not, it's not. And all these people, they think they're going to like deposit like 
two grand a month into some like account and make a 10% return off of it mm-hmm. when inflation's eating that. And then like, if you really have less than like seven figures in there, what are you going to do from that Absolutely. 10%? Like Absolutely. put 20 K in there, get 10% off that two grand in a Fuck year. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do for two grand? And, and banks are extremely profitable. What are they going to give you? How, how much, how much percentage back are they going to give they're you? They're going to loan that money out 10 times. They're going to give you jack shit. They're not That's gonna what they're going to give you. For it because all they're doing realistically is just loaning your money. Yep. They're going to give you a small percentage for just keeping your money in the bank. That's a fucking fun idea. It's not, not at all. So how I, how I would say to do it is just invest into a property. That's, that's the number one way. I'm gonna, even if the property does go down or the area does go down at some point, it's, it's not as bad as you just keeping it in the bank because inflation is going to yeah. kill your shit. Pro- property or, and, and I'd also add business. Like mm-hmm. something that's real because a lot of what's happening in the economy right now, what we're realizing is there's way more dollars than there is value for those dollars right now. Yep. So yep. all the stuff that's like propped up on the value of the dollar, like the stock market, after we see what play, plays out in the next two years, which no one can really say for certain uh-huh. other than the fact that it's going to be fucked. Like you're going to want real shit. Cause if we're, if, if shit hits the fan and you know, dollars aren't worth that much or, you know, there's, there's blood in the streets. You have yep. real, you have real things that are generating cash flow that can mm-hmm. continue your financial growth. Okay. So when, when do you consider yourself or somebody rich? What's, what's the, what's the term rich to you? 25 million above net worth. And, and also they have to ha- be the person who has that money too. So they have to have developed themselves into, because you know, as you grow in business, like yep. it's directly correlated to the growth of yourself and your person. And oh. it's when you become that millionaire and you exhibit the behaviors of that millionaire and you start acting as that millionaire, that's when you attract the millions. Yep. And the yep. millions that you attract are just a byproduct of the work that you've done within yourself. So that's a rich person at 25 mil who's worked their way up to that. Now, someone who won the lottery, let's say they got paid out 25 mil, but they're actually some baroque person yep. in Booney Town. Most of those people, five, 10 years later, don't have that money. They've lost yeah. the money because they're yep. not a wealthy person. They're a broke person that just had a lot of cash. And yep. if you're not the person who naturally gravitates towards wealth and built yourself into a person who attracts wealth, who just is made of what wealth loves to be attracted to, then money's not going to stick with you. And even if you get some cash quickly, it's, it's not going to stick with you because that's not who you are. You don't have the means of of making more cash is basically what you're trying to say. How did, how did, what's Alex's backstory? How did he get here? How did he get here? And what did he have to do to get here? Really? My, my awakening. Well, what got to the, the self-development part that, that you're talking about is an awakening, which happened around the same time that I dropped out. Mm. And it was starting to understand that this outside world is not something that happens to us. It's something that happens for us as a result of what we, are. we do and what we are. Yep. And once that shift happened, I started realizing, okay, at the time we dropped, I dropped out. I was broke. My, well, I was so broke and just not a superior man. My girlfriend was like, yo, I want to be a stripper. And yep. tell me about this. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and it was, it was, it was pretty bad at first. I was like, you know, like, how about you try working with me? She like tried working with me a little bit. I was knocking doors, selling solar panels. She tried for a little bit. She was like, fuck this. I'd rather not do this. 
and then she just became a stripper. Mm-hmm. And through that whole process, like <clears throat> for those of you who think dating a stripper is cool, it's not. First of all, I'm, I'm very sorry for that. Continue. <laughs> it is. Extremely it, sorry for it that. is very hectic. Uh, like all the impurity that comes with that life is just crazy. And so it was when my outside world completely like collapsed and everywhere I looked finances, personal, personal, everything. Like I looked around, my life was like fucked completely just done. Like this, if someone was outside looking in, didn't know me, would be like, yo, this is like the definition of a failure. But internally I knew that like, there's, there, there's something more to me. Like yeah. I, I had this feeling, which a lot of people watching right now do have, and don't ignore that feeling. That is the truth. That's the truth of who you are. And so this feeling, as I started, I started listening to mindset things. I, I found Bob Proctor, yeah. an absolute G. And he, you know, I started listening to, to what he had to say and to other mindset teachers that, that teach you like, Look, you're not the victim of your life. Stop blaming other things outside of you for what's happening to you and claim that power back and start creating your life. Stop being the victim of your life and just a product of your environment and start actually creating and building the life that you want to live and setting goals and kind of going towards a point that genuinely inspires you and motivates you. Mm. But then after, you know, a couple of years, you're literally free of all the past bullshit that used to contain you and you can create whatever life you want. Everything that I've done, it was never really a matter of choice. I either had to do it or some shit got to fucking go down. I either had to fucking step up or something would have been absolutely shit. And that's when you actually perform at the best. That's what I'm saying. Because like you wake up and you're like, okay, now what? I'll tell you right now, every single opportunity that I see in my mind, and you brought me on to ERC as well, every single opportunity that I see in my mind, there's days where I just, I cannot sleep. I, I, I either wake up very early in the fucking morning, I wake up at 5.30 a.m.-ish, get up, get up on my laptop, work out if it's a weekday, and maybe sleep a little bit later. But even, like, there's no point in my life where I'm just not thinking about the things that, that would make me more wealth or that'll you know, gave me to that. To Bro, that and level. you move and you get shit done. Like for example, exactly. the ERC I put you on one week later, you had the systems built, you had everything done, fucking generating leads, already yeah. closing like your first couple deals, making like a couple racks per day, first couple yeah. days. And it's done. Like you see, you just like the hardship that you've went through and the shit that where you had to step up has, yeah, makes that shit easy and makes you like, actually like do what you need to do that's what i'm saying like like i've had i've had people in my life that have tried to fucking break my heart you know i'm gonna say that again you see how stupid this shit sounds they've tried to fucking break my heart i've been fucking shot i've been in iraq what the fuck you doing you've been shot i've been shot yeah i I wasn't it didn't go all the way fucking through (laughs) but the story is i was in iraq i was a little bit younger i was about uh let's say seven seven eight years old a bullet came scraped my this left side of my head and it it broke the windshield of the car that i was sitting on i was sitting on the on the back end of the car so i've seen all this shit i've seen fucking people dead and you're telling me you're gonna break my fucking heart and that's gonna cause me to have some type of mental issues that's gonna cause me to fucking go through some shit talking about some girl i'm talking about all all girls in general i mean Uh i mean i don't think i have the ability to be quote-unquote broken i don't know nor, nor do i have the ability to be depressed obviously there's Times in my life where I'm feeling down, I'm not going to say I'm, ne- I'm never sad, but I don't have the ability to be depressed. I really don't think so. But yeah, let's talk about that more because like we're, we're moving more into like healthy masculinity yeah. and all this shit 
that modern society has been painting of, you know, you're a man you, and you, you get to like feel yep. and like all this yep. bullshit, Absolutely. all this absolute bullshit. Well, if you're a man, like fe- feeling out your emotions and processing through your emotions is, is important. Yeah. But at the same time, like part of being a man is like, it's, it's not easy. It's difficult. And that's yeah. okay. That's like, it's, it's, we're taught that like the pressure and the suffering and the difficulties, like something we need to run away from and fucking cry and I fucking love and, and feel depressed and like all this bullshit. When in reality, like if somebody feels depressed, that just means their life is shit and it's time to do something about it and actually make something happen. And that's my, that's my personal opinion Dude, on, on depression. Love it. And, and then also like back to being a man and it being okay that everything's difficult and the pressure, the pressure and the difficulty just is we make it what it is based yeah. on our perception 100%. and it's our just god-given power as men to yeah. forge reality live into whatever it needs to become with this power so something happens something difficulty there's pressure we as a man have the ability to perceive it as something that's going to bring us up or bring us down i i completely agree with just that get up and do the shit you need to do i completely agree with that so what we move we move so so what I got shot. I got fucking stabbed. Cool. Next day, I, <laughs> I go, still gotta make money. <laughs> cool. So what? I'm, I'm dead serious. And and people are really just really about the emotion. Have you ever seen somebody who's who's kind of in denial that wants to do something about their lives but always brings up excuses? Yes. Okay. All have, the time. Have you seen how they, how they use that excuse as a cover? We were given a brain. We are we are the smartest animals to ever exist. We're the, we're the smallest beings to the, the smartest beings to ever be alive, and we're just not gonna utilize that. That makes zero sense to me. I don't understand that whatsoever. Yeah. And, yeah. and like what you just said is so huge. We are the most intelligent beings that live on this earth. Yeah. At least that we're aware of. Absolutely. And, and motherfuckers be sitting crying about random bullshit. First of all, not grateful for that. Yeah. Not utilizing yep. the fact that we can get up and do a thing that gets us something that we want. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then when I, when I say I don't have the ability to be depressed, the reason why I say that is not because I'm some fucking creature from outer space, but because I believe in a God. I'm, I'm, I think that the answer to, to depression or the answer to, to any feeling or any sadness that goes into my life is just because I believe in God. And you, were, you, you have is, some opinions about that. Yeah, that, that, is, that is pretty powerful because like, yeah. What's like, going to happen to me? So if, what? If you're depressed and you're feeling like shit, there's a reason for it. Uh, our generation is fucked. You and I both know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right out the gate with the cold truth. <laughs> it's, it is absolutely fucked. Message that's being spread to the masses is fucked. Definitely. Yeah. Now, the people who have the awareness to listen to themselves and understand that that doesn't feel right and feel in their intuition, actually act by their intuition of yep. seeking different sources of information to, to become more aware, those people are good. The masses who don't, have the awareness the self-awareness to to do that they're screwed god religion greatness all those things were core values of america oh absolutely like of the fabric of what the nation exists if you go to the monuments in in dc like the lincoln memorial you'll see biblical murals with like religious figures up up at the top. Yeah. So what this country was built on is a presence of God, is a presence of greatness. If you actually read the 
the the constitution all, all like the texts that were written upon the foundation yeah. of America they all have a focus on on freedom on god on things that our hearts genuinely desire and Absolutely. the reason America is falling right now is because there's no there's no core value for the society to stand for there's mm-hmm. no there's no backbone to it. So the backbone's been removed and all these fake virtue signaling transgender men are are weak. All this bullshit. Women yeah, need to be yeah. like empowered feminists. All these multiple like fucking pronouns. Toxic. I'm not calling you shit. It's absolutely <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, and then we, there, there's a video somewhere out there on the internet that uh, it's, it's of an interviewer going up to a couple. Uh, it was back in the 90s, I'm assuming at least. And... I mean, he, he was talking to them and he asked the girl and he was like, what if your man tells you to do something? Are you going to do it? She was like, absolutely. He's my king. I will do anything that he says. Absolutely anything. And, and we've completely derived from that. Now we have fucking Megan Thee Stallion telling you that it's better to go twerk on fucking random men than raise a family. She's built like a Stupid fucking meatloaf. Bitch. Stop listening to her girls. Like if you, you, you listen to the people that you have that have the results that you want. Does Lizzo, Megan Thee Stallion have the results you want? Like, No. I'm not a woman, but I can tell you as a woman, they do not have the results that you want. So stop listening to them. And also not, not that what, what they're doing. I mean, there's even bigger brands and bigger companies. People are going to absolutely fucking hate me for saying this, but there's bigger companies that, that say oh, being fat is okay. Body positivity. You know, they, they, they start taking pictures. I've never seen it on a man. I've never seen a fat man model, by the way, ever in my fucking <laughs> life. It's always the woman. So they, they post them on a fucking billboard and they say, it's okay to be fat. And this is the, our model and beef, being fat is good. No, the fuck it's not. You're fat. Go lose some weight. <laughs> You're fat. You're fucking fat. Like it's not okay. It's not healthy for you. There's no reason for you to fucking, I mean, there could be multiple reasons for you to be fat, but there's always a, a way to, to get skinnier no matter what the fuck is happening and just be healthier. Fuck the skinny part. Just be healthier. Yeah, yeah like like health. Like someone's obese, they're not healthy. It's Absolutely. less about like the actual like fat particles and more about the fact that like this person does not have power and discipline over their body. Yeah. Therefore, that's reflected in every as- aspect of their life. Because if someone has the mental discipline and the, and the confidence in themselves and the self-love and the self-care to take good care of their body, of themselves, then they have that in every area of their life. Their business is, is toned, structured, whatever, uh-huh. just like the body is. Their, their relationships, their everything. If a person's obese as fuck and can't, can't, doesn't have the self-control to not eat and falls into all these narratives, they're, they're not going to have self-control in business. They're not going to have self-control in, in all that. And, and they use that as a shield as well, by the way. They, have you ever seen somebody, like, like for example, for me, if, if I wanted tattoos, right, and my religion says it's haram, I will try to search every single reason why it's not haram. I will find why is tattoos not haram. I will not be searching is it haram or not. I will, say, I will say why is it not haram. So I will try to search for the reasons that benefit me. Uh-huh. Okay, why is this beneficial to me? And that's what, the, what not only fat people, but everybody's doing nowadays where it's like, okay, this will make me feel better about myself. Now find every single reason for me to feel better about myself. I want to be, I want to identify something. I don't feel comfortable in my body. No, you're just fucking ugly. You don't want to change genders. You're just fucking ugly. So I want to, I want to be a whole entire new gender. Can I change my gender? Can I identify as something else? The internet will tell you, yes, of course you can. Everything's out there. Everything's out there. All opinions. That's why I say, I mean, there's, there's no reason for you to trust anybody at all. The only thing that I would trust is, is the words written in the, in the Quran. Um, so going back to like society, but the good thing is that, God still exists and 
there's still going to be a reflection of him in the highest form in oh. some governments around this world. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, mm-hmm. I think Dubai, Saudi Arabia, like Middle East Absolutely. is about to have a fat come up. Absolutely. They have high morality. They have a bunch of money coming in, a bunch of wealthy people that are tired of this Western bullshit and want good morals and like a government that actually follows its own rules and like all that that are being moved over there so for people who are aware and not tied down and have earned enough money developed them themselves to have that freedom they're not really restricted by the downfall of western society in fact they can they can arbitrage and make a lot of money from the downfall of western society and I guess that's really, really the only option here on the table, unless something happens. Maybe Trump gets reelected, takes eight years and fixes up America real quick. I love Trump, dude. I think he, the mistake he made was he's never been in politics before, like presidency, like seriously. In- uh, I, I just also think that, that there was too many 18 year olds that could vote at the time. I think the majority of the younger people just saw some of the clips and were like, okay, this guy's and a bad guy. I also definitely think there was a little bit of voter fraud. And and you look, but like if you look at like what America stands for, Trump is so American in the, yeah. he, he's lived the American dream. He's made billions through the American economy, the American dream, the ability to just set a goal and, and have an economy that allows you to do that. He's... So he he can't really also be bought by a bunch of like foreign donors like <clears throat> current administrations again. <laughs> and <laughs> and and so like in he, in his speeches which the media didn't show cuz the media was was completely against him like in his speeches he talks about restoring god community greatness spirit of america that made america great in the first place which is his whole thing make america great again restoring it back to america so america can actually be like a profitable home for wonderful people people that that genuinely want to live good lives and don't want to be told that they that they needed like their kids their kids at eight at eight or trying to get fucking gender changes and shit yeah, like that yeah yeah now previously i did have your friends megan and megan on the on the podcast and they actually did a great fucking job at quite at enlightened kind of women exactly what i'm saying and i really think their brand does good actually one of their one of their clips i believe uh, uh the other man i'm not sure exactly what her last name is i totally forgot but the other megan one of her clips went viral on tiktok and she was she was uh, talking about how how men are losing their power, and that went crazy. You have, I mean, if you check the fucking go. comments section, it's a bunch of guys tacking their girls, and you see the girls saying, "I'm sorry for this. I didn't realize I was doing this." So it's helping out a bunch uh-huh. of people, and and they fall under the category of women who who know their self value for one, and two, value relationships, value value men. For you, where do you where do you fall under that? I mean, if you had a, if you had a girl, what's do you have any rules, policies? First of all is an understanding of like everything Western society teaches you about the the male and female and the masculine and feminine dynamic. Just throw that out the window. Absolutely. Like all this women need to be independent bullshit. Like it's it's true that a woman who's confident in herself, who knows her worth, knows her value, is an extremely valuable person but you cannot judge the value of a woman the same way you judge the value of a man absolutely a woman does not get her value from being like stepping into the masculine and earning x amount of money 
A woman gets her value from nurturing herself, nurturing her internal beauty, her spiritual beauty, her physical beauty, and and being with a man where she can be an energy center for that man, nurture his spirit, and together through a divine union, they can access power that each of them could not have individually. Absolutely. And and the me before I trigger all these feminists, me clapping back at women's empowerment doesn't mean that women should not be empowered. It's the means through which women are told right now that they're getting empowered are cap and they lead to unhappy couples women that don't feel magical don't feel like they're powerful men that are becoming feminine because their women are now fucking masculine and you see these absolute fucking dweebs that just like there's a gap in the market for men right now. I cannot tell oh, you how many yeah. times, how many Absolutely. times I've I've spoken to a woman and she was just like, I just want a guy to be controlling. I love it when you tell me what to do. Yeah. I want a guy to be controlling. Dude. And and they don't understand that women fucking strive for, women love this. I'm not going to get too specific. They want a fucking man. They want a, they want a pair of fucking balls to to like up, trust basically. to lead them. If Step you're a up. feminine fucking soy boy, how the hell are you supposed to command respect to to lead your woman, lead anyone in your fucking life. Yeah, yeah. And you have women that say, oh, you don't tell me what to do. I don't want to be told what to do. Okay, bye. Bye. Why the fuck are you talking to me? Bye. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to be a part of my life. I don't want you to be a part of my life. It's, it's that simple, right? Damn, you go hard with it, bro. It's, it's absolutely true. All right, this, this, is, this is what it takes to be with me. These, these are my rules. This is what I do. I call them rules because more or less, these are the rules that is exceptional for me to be with somebody. If you don't abide by my morals and how, how I believe a relationship should be, then you're not the right person for me. It's as simple as that. Not having a say and not being able to speak up for yourself makes you really little. You have to kind of demand everything in life. You can't, you can't ask nicely. Because I'd like to say that 50% of the time I do ask nicely. And if it's a nice, you know, if it's, you know, one of the boys and we're, doing business i don't need to you know be a bitch but yeah. sometimes you do need to clap down in business yeah yeah but what, what i say when, when i say ask what i mean when i say ask nicely is not is not obviously if there's somebody who's absolutely respectful to me i have nothing but utter respect for them whether they're fucking trans gay blue yellow green white i don't give a fuck um i'm gonna be absolutely nice to them i don't care that's how exactly how it is but if if you know i i ask for something out of life where i need something okay and the only means of me getting it is to get it in a mean way or to get it in a fucked up way, then I will get it as long as it doesn't hurt anybody around me and I still keep my morality. I, I think I would like to add one thing, one thing onto that. Yeah. So 100% with like, if you want to get something done right, do it yourself. And at a point, especially if you're building a team, you, you do thing. need other people to do shit for you. But at that point, that's when your ability to like, not asked nicely as you call it needs to like double level up because if you want to maintain good relationships with these people and still be able to be yourself when it comes to results you have to really lay down the law and really be like allow them to understand that you're not fucking around and you will do whatever the fuck they don't want you to do in order to get them to do the thing that they need to do for example we have a team house we're at the team house right now and it is an amazing environment where you just have a bunch of dudes that are fucking crushing it, that are all just driven, motivated on their shit. And it's, it's 
it's subconscious. It's not even conscious. Like you're, you're grinding. Like for example, I'm in my room taking calls, all that shit. I go out to grab a snack and then I walk past a couple other people that are absolutely crushing whatever they're doing, whether they're grinding on another call, I hear them closing deals, whatever. That's inspiring. And that's motivating on a level where, where it's just constantly pushing you to your to your next level yeah and and then if, if you're around people like that you have no choice but to, you're gonna accidentally yeah. do it yeah on accident whoops i just made a it, fucking few grand any, on anything accident. anything less doesn't enter your consciousness absolutely absolutely i 100 percent agree and you just becomes accidental where it's like it's like okay i just know how to do this now yep. i'm gonna i'm gonna use the example of of you as well i mean i'm already I'm, i never disclose exactly how much money i make but i was making a, already a very good amount with with the business that i'm doing and with all that all the companies that i have equity in and you brought me on and it's like okay on accident honestly i just met you through a podcast (laughs) and i was like all right cool i could just do this as well to make more money here you go bring bring it in easy right it's it's because i already know all the processes i already know what it takes i already know what what people want i already know how to deal with people sales psychology and and different types of of ways to to ask nicely okay we're gonna we're gonna in sales terms you have to ask nicely the person that you see right now in the podcast is a completely different person when I'm taking sales calls, completely different person. The buck stops at you. Like if they tell you no, like you fucking fumbled it and it's yeah. your fault. Yeah. And if they tell you yes, it's also your fault and you're a fucking G for that. Yeah. And it's through that like like intense just like That's beating where you forge some optimism and fucking positivity to be able to look at like a hundred no's and be like, yeah. This fucking yeah. hundred first motherfucker about to be a yes, let's get it. <laughs> and it's it's the type of energy that, that you bring in as well. Honestly, for me, the first time I ever met you was was at a hookah lounge. We were just kind of chilling and talking, vibing, hanging out. What was it for three hours? Three hours yeah, long. That, we were just that, talking. That was, that was a that was a long time. And uh, first of all, time flew by. Just that was like a I was money talk. By. That was a complete money talk. And then we were we were talking about business and how things work, operations, everything really. Um, and just the amount of sheer fucking excitement that you had was absolutely, it made me excited. And this is the term that I use as well. I mean, psychologically, if you scream louder and you, and you make your voice louder and you speak in an angry tone, you're going to become more angry. If you smile, just if you smile, you don't have to say shit. You can smile. You're going to become automatically happier. If you're excited about something and, and you're extremely excited about it, you're going to make somebody else excited about it as well. So it's, it's whatever you, you give out. And I mean, uh, you, can, you can read about this as well. This is how, how you force somebody. Makes, to, makes a complete sense. Yeah, this is how you force somebody to do something that you want them to do. I want to say force them, but how, this is how you get them to do it. Yeah, with sales, you, you have to allow them to, you have to create an environment where they make the decision themselves. Correct. Correct. And I always, I do this very often. Like I, for those who are not familiar with how sales calls go, book any call. The next ad that you see of a guy claiming he can make you a million dollars, fucking book the call, right? See what happens. They will drag you in. How, is this a good idea for you? Whatever the fuck you answer, they're going to try to loop you back in and they're going to try to try to close you on the sale. They're going to they're they're trap you. It's as simple as that. So for me, I don't feel like going back and forth half of the time. I just go through the process to see exactly how they're doing. I ask like stupid questions that nobody would fucking ask. Hey, what CRM do you use? So when you do it this way, the questions that nobody would fucking ask just so I can learn about their back end. And then when they try to sell me, I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. But you said this on that airplane mode. Wi-Fi Damn. Mode. I learned though. <laughs> I learned though, but they, they have to be my competitors. They, they have to be my competitors, right? But I'm learning still, I mean, right? You're making shit happen. With it. And who did I hurt? Nobody. I mean, so what? You, th- you think that there's nobody else out here doing it? 
like for me, I mean, there's, there's, especially in the ERC space, I had a lot of questions about the things that I do have questions about, but 99.9% of the time, every single time I have a question, I search it up. It's, I mean, it's fucking Google is free. Search it up. Right. And that's, that's kind of how I go about it. And then when it's like, okay, I want to know how they do it exactly or how they go about it. That's when I'm like, okay, how do you guys do it? So I can maybe see if that works for me or if it doesn't work and for still me. still meet those people on the internet. Like all the tools are here. Yeah. A tool, like we met on the internet. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it sounds it sounds weird, right? But I mean, that, that's how a lot of people do meet. My, my partner, uh, one of my partners in this ERC thing. Oh, please tell the story. Okay, we met twelve years ago, like fourteen years, some over a decade ago in fucking Minecraft. I love that. The man is from Iceland. <laughs> this oh, la- last oh, he like, moved over. He moved completely from Iceland. Is he, he like like yep, oh. It's like eight months ago. I was like. Hey, bro. Motherfucker lived in Iceland his whole life. I'm like, bro, you trying to move to the U.S., to the team house? He's like, all right. And that's, that's a week how later, happened. he had the ticket, came here, and fucking love it. That's insane. Went from building houses in Minecraft to building businesses together. That's insane. That is completely, I mean, that's that's a true fucking story if I've ever seen one. And yo, yo, let's go back to the relationship stuff. I'm trying to help out the boys here. Okay, please do. Please do. Because I think, I think we need. They, yo, you know. listen, men. Listen up. If you are chasing women, stop. Just stop for a second. Think about yourself. Think about your purpose. What is your purpose in this life? Are you prioritizing women over your purpose or are you prioritizing your purpose? Because the women are going to come as a byproduct of you focusing on your purpose, on your mission, on who you want to become. And And if you, before you financially mentally spiritually secure yourself if you're going around chasing women you're you're just not doing it right you're not full you're not the the man that you're able to be and if you want a good relationship or a good girl or something how the fuck are you gonna get the best if you're not the best you first you have to focus on developing yourself into the best possible man that you could possibly be and then the women attract like crazy because they can they can pick up on when a man is on purpose in his prime moving towards where he needs to move that's what attracts women not Absolutely. some fucking one liners in the mall pick up chicks like you're never going to build anything meaningful with shit like that Absolutely you know you were talking about helping out helping out men let's say somebody wants to start a business uh and somebody wants to uh create a a, a reality, a new reality that, that they want to live in. How do they go about that? If, if you didn't have nothing, let's just say, if you were at complete rock bottom at the same exact place that you were at in, you didn't have ERC, you didn't know about ERC, what would you do? So step one, stop thinking about the outside world. Look within. Two, ask yourself, what do I want my life to look like? What do I actually want from my life? Because we're told growing up, you want to do this. You want to be a doctor. You want to be a lawyer. You want to be whatever the fuck. That's not actually what you want. That's what other people, that's what society wants for you. And realistically, especially if you're a man, understand that nobody is going to give a fuck. Like nobody's going to give a fuck enough about your life to get you out of bed, to do the things that you need to do, to buy you a fucking Rolls Royce, Rari, whatever car you want, to, to build your business. That has to be you. That has to be done by you. So after you understand those things and you've asked yourself, 
what do I want my life to look like? Start answering that question. Okay, maybe, you know, you're broke right now. Maybe the first thing you're thinking like, okay, I want to get to $10,000 a month. I want to have, you know, I, I want to build a marketing agency or I want to do this. I want to do that. Set the goal. If you don't have a goal, then where are you going? We're goal-seeking organisms by nature as humans, and we need the goal to, to be shooting at that star. And the, by holding that goal in our mind, we attract the situations, the circumstances, the things that we need and the resources in order to achieve that goal. Absolutely. So step one, before you even move forward on anything, look within, ask yourself what you want, and set a goal that you truly want, like something that inspires you, something that, you know, if you want to go be uh, an influencer that's m making money, that's truly what you want to do, and you're stuck at some fucking accounting job or whatever, set the goal around what you truly want to do so it lights a fire inside you, so it excites you, so you wake up in the morning, you're like, I'm working towards my goal, like I'm working towards the person that I truly want to be. Yeah, yeah. And then after you set that goal, you... Through consistent repetition, mm -hmm. begin conditioning yourself to act like the person who wants to be that goal. Let's say you're broke right now. You want to be a millionaire. The version of you that's a millionaire is a completely different individual than the person you are today. And in order for you to get those millions, you have to first become the millionaire and then the millionaire millions attract. It doesn't happen the other way around. You don't get the millions from the outside world and then become a millionaire. It's you become a millionaire within and the money attracts to you. So you have to have that understanding. If something happens to you, it's you're not a victim. You've fucking attracted it and you take responsibility for that. And through consistent repetition of the yeah. right behaviors of learning from your mistakes and all that, you make the money. Period. Absolutely. I, I had a best friend at, at a time. I got in a, in, a, in a huge argument with one of my one of my best friends at the time. Now, obviously, a lot of the friends who I have right now are not at all the same friends that I had six months ago. And I've decided to make that switch entirely, not out of pure luck, because I've decided to that I don't want to be around certain individuals who who will corrupt my life and who will who will call me at, at fucking. 10 p.m. at night and say, hey, you want to go out to this very fucking fun place? Fuck that. I want to sleep because I got to fucking wake <laughs> up tomorrow, to be completely honest with you. Uh, and, and I got in a, in a fight, not a physical fight, but a, a very verbal fight with one of, my, one of my older friends. And it was because I, I told him that if I got hit by a car tomorrow, that that's going to be somehow entirely my fault. If something happened to me, I either manifested something or I did something. And that could be completely false. That could be completely true. But if I live like this, Guess, guess what I'm going to do next with my life. I'm going to be extremely fucking successful. I will take accountability for everything and I will understand that, that the right things to do is either fix the problem or find a way around it. I mean, there's, there's no escaping it. There's no escaping not taking accountability. Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. Absolutely everything. The people that I know who have gone through hard shit, trauma, all that, it happens for a reason for them to evolve. I have a friend, his name's Daniel. And he broke, he fell off a cliff Ooh. and broke his back. And he was supposed to die. Like, it was fucked. Like, the cliff was, like, tall, like, 30-foot, like, shit uh. on a rock. And he was in the hospital. He, he was supposed to die. They, he, he didn't die. They gave him, you know, uh, uh, they, like, injected stem cells. His, his like, spine. Just, yeah, like, shit grew back that was not supposed to grow back. Ooh. And the man started walking again. And like 
started living his life. And then he, so his dad's a chiropractor and his dad uh, had been kind of teaching people about, you know, health, wellness, things that, you know, to take care of their body and things like that. And, and he was really inspired by that because his ability to actually like have a functioning body was taken away and he stopped taking it for granted and he realized the value of it. And he went and built a, uh, company that's going to do $40 million in revenue this year from his dad's work by packaging his dad's work. He was so inspired. He was like, you know what? Like God literally like gave me a second fucking life. This shit happened to me. I'm going to do something with this and create something out of it because I'm meant to do something here. And he went fucking they packaged some stuff up. His dad was the, the front end. He was the CEO and it was just, it was fucking amazing. And they're, they're growing exponentially. They're going to do like 40 to 50 mil this year. Next year, I'm sure they'll get up to like 60, 70. They're growing global, not slowing down. And this is, is called Pompa Program. Just, he just shows how to, he teaches people how to. How he, to. So they, they, they treat, I don't think they're allowed to say cure because they're not like, they're like, yeah, big pharma public enemy number one over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they basically treat bizarre and unexplainable diseases. Like he's cured through his program. He's cured cancer. He's cured all the people come to him with these terrible like life ending diseases that if you'd go to traditional um, hospitals. traditional hosp- hospitals, they'd be like you're dead. You're, like if the he, if he would have went down the traditional hospital route, he would have and like done what the doctor said. He would have been like completely fucked, like either dead or in a wheel- wheelchair for the rest of his life. But he went through this more kind of like uh, in- intuitive, holistic medicine route, mm-hmm. and that uh, through like detox and like fasting and all this, all yeah. this shit, yeah. and that worked for him. And so he's built the company around treating people's diseases in that way to where he treats sickness as something that your body must heal on its own. And there's a mental aspect to it because there's a mental strength that you have to gain to overcome that illness. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's fucking curing cancer, diabetes, all this like crazy shit. Right. So, so the the thing is if, if you ever, uh, the point of this whole entire point for me is if, if you're ever in a situation where you don't know what the fuck to do next, don't seek guidance from people. Don't seek guidance from yourself. Maybe seek guidance from a higher power. Seek guidance from God. Because at, at the end of the day, I mean, we were born, we were created by a single entity and, and, and a God. And how fucking selfish of you to be, to be already existing and, and to, and to uh, be one in a, in a billion and, and you just don't, don't live up to the only reason that you're fucking alive as in you're not you're not you're not seeking for for forgiveness you're not you're not yeah. you're not praying to god how fucking selfish of you motherfuckers will be a one of one have a side of them that is connected to an infinite all-knowing all-powerful higher power that can tell them exactly what they need to do in order to achieve the goals they want and still sit there like a little bitch and whine about the fact that their life is fucked without doing anything about it or listening to the shit that's information that's coming from within them telling them absolutely that they got to fucking do this shit to get their life in order well either way you've you've been a great fucking host is there any anything that you want to shout out i mean obviously if you if you guys want to do the erc stuff you can either reach out to me or reach out to him so uh, basically whoever. let me talk a little bit about erc yeah go yeah, ahead. you can reach out to <laughs> ibrahim or me whoever basically right now during covid 
because of COVID, the government's giving out $26,000 per W-2 employee that businesses had during the COVID pandemic. So let's say a business had 100 employees during COVID. They can get up to 2.6 mil as a check that they don't need to pay back from the government. Absolutely. Ridiculous. Money's being printed. Free money. And so what we've done is we've partnered with the number one accounting firm, government recovery firm for ERC. They're called Bottom Line Concepts. They're a huge multi-billion dollar accounting firm. They work one of the referral, they have referral partners like Kevin O'Leary, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Ty Lopez. They've worked with American Express, BlackRock, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Versace, Rolex. 10% of the Fortune 500 companies are their clients. So they know their shit. They've been in government government recovery over a decade. And what they're doing is they're able to maximize because there's a very complex 200-page IRS tax code for getting this grant. So what this company does is they maximize that money that the businesses get. And the way we're bringing in so much volume and just revenue from this ERC opportunity is their referral partner program. You You bring the businesses, set appointments, if they close and follow through, you get a cut. And the checks here are so fat. They're so fucking fat. Extremely like, fucking like fat. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars minimum. Like, I don't think I have a single business that got under $150,000. We have some that are getting $4.3 million. Yeah. And, and you get like a couple percent from the money that these businesses get. And so you're just helping the businesses in your network or that you help out 10 guys. Let's say you, you make around hundred K at least if if you refer 10 businesses, that's hundred K for you right there. And people still don't fucking believe it. hundred K in your fucking pocket. And it doesn't make sense on the, on the, on the smaller end. This is not normal. Like you, like in two years, this is going to be gone and it's never going to fucking happen again. So yeah, if you guys are interested, hit up Ibrahim, hit up me, we will, put you on and get you printing money especially if you have a marketing agency absolutely and you're making like you know six figures and you want to make like seven eight figures hit up us and then we have one one last special guest that we want to bring up obviously i think this is this is very near, Let's go near and dear to your heart Top this is near and dear to your heart absolutely so we have mr fucking I don't know how the fuck you're going to show Yo! Fucking President Trump. You can't even see his head, bro. You see his feet. Oh, my God. One day, one day I walk in, and, and in our downstairs office, there's a cutout of <laughs> President Trump. Mr. President Donald Trump in, in the basement. It's and motivational. Motivational. Honestly, I like the way that he's uh, kind of sitting a, on your lap. A team member bought it. It yeah. was like, yo, listen, we want we want some more inspiration in the office, so yep. we're just gonna put it up, and it just chills in the corner. <laughs> it's just, it's just got the thumbs up, inspiring everybody. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm.